for what we know about gay culture, I think we know a hell of a lot about gay culture. It sounds like it. I, it sounds like we know San a lot. San Francisco is where gay men go to retire, retire their penises. <laughs> Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. First of all, everybody, welcome to Burn and Rave. Welcome to the Burn and Rave podcast. Podcast. And comedy show, variety show. And comedy hour. <laughs> Dude, you're putting me in a good mood. I feel like it's I the need circus to see song. Everybody yeah. loves the circus song. Who is your favorite circus act? Well, I'll tell you my favorite circus clown, John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Clowning has taken a bad name. I. Because of what they've used in my case. I don't know why he'd be my favorite song. Like, I like dead kids. Is that what he did? Oh, yeah, he was a serial killer. I knew that, but I didn't know exactly. Oh, who. I think he was a kitty diddler, and it was all children. Oh, he killed children. Oh, yeah. That's Stuffed the Stuffed them all in his basement. Ah. Mm. I missed, and that's your favorite mm. clown. That makes sense. That's your favorite clown. Mm. You know, it's funny. Listen, I saw a thing once, and they're talking about how clowns never use sharp angles on their faces it's always soft angles and if you look at his it's all like fucking gene simmons you know looking triangles and shit all over his face and that's fascinating to me i I thought it would be that's why i told you buddy bingo well i know exactly what the facts is i have some facts to sniff billy joe was a detective down in texas something something find out exactly what the facts is Steve Bro, Miller Band? Not this again. <laughs> Come on. Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller is a political science professor at MJC. Well, in his band in the 70s. He, what did he do? What? There was that song. I just Classic rock, man. Everything's a classic rock reference. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I want to go back to what you opened with. I was sitting here on this couch, and what you said to me is when your wife is at work and your daughter's gone, your other daughter's gone, and you have the house to yourself, you said something like, uh, I'm bored, I don't know what to do. You didn't leave a list, I don't know what to wear. <laughs> There's no food, what am I gonna do? Kinda sucks. Now see, I think if we took a poll out there among married men and said, on a day when your wife and children are not home now they're all safe we have to make that clear yeah, yeah. they're all safe no, in like another... talking about packing them in a meat grinder right no not that john wayne gacy stuff that's but they're they're back s- to the clown with the points on his face they're safe elsewhere and you have the home to yourself and you're telling me that's not a day of like pleasure and excitement and joy for most well, I'm, men i'm telling not that you they hate them, to be clear they no, don't know if there's like once a month or something sure but four days a week is just gonna like eh. now see that makes it better i don't know man i run out of shit to do and i got a lot of stuff to do now but the problem is you problem is me four days off every week eh, from alternates. family after 23 years it alternates bro, bro. 
<sighs> That's blissful for some people. Not me, of course. I would never want to be one minute without my wife or family. Of course. That is not cool. You're crossing a line. You never do that. Of course. I dropped my daughter off at the first day of high school, junior year. I still made her sandwich, and I still dropped her off. Ooh. She's like, Dad, I want to scope out the parking situation first. I was like, all right, whatever. So I took her to school in the morning, and I looked around that school. It was full of babies. It was full of babies. Freshmen's oh. are babies. Oh. They're so tiny. They look so tiny. Was I that stupid and young when I was a freshman? Because I was pretty sure I was a big boy, and I had it all figured out when I was in high school. <sighs> but they look like the like embryos, so they should be in strollers Bro. or some shit. Yes. It was weird. Seniors, you love us. Smile. You love us. When we were 14, 14 and 15 and 16-year-olds, girls were like hot, cute, and seniors were like fucking old people, grown-ups, right? When we go back to these high schools now, these fucking kids look like toddlers, right? Juniors look like maybe sixth graders. Mm-hmm. Seniors, what? And these are, these are children. Why? They are, I don't know. They just, uh, well, it's because we're old. That's no, why. I'm not willing to accept that. Okay, because we're older than they are. I think it's a mindset shift. That's exactly what being older than they are means. But Where do you, have you a different think mindset. everybody's mind and brain matures and gets smarter as they get older? Because I think some people go backwards. Like their mind is getting worse. We really don't understand why your high school that you leave. We're shocked about it and we're going to look into it. I always wondered, like, does being dumb hurt? Other people. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, I don't want to be just the, the people who are maybe process information a little bit more slowly. Like, did because like, sometimes I can't come up with an answer for something and it's like frustrating, but they don't get that, right? Because they don't. No, because they have no answer. Right. It's just blank. So they have no reference. So actually, this is why dumb people are probably never much, have headaches. They're much never. happier. Yeah, because we're smart people, right? Well, I get a lot of headaches. So that means I'm smart because yeah. what's happening is, excuse me. Ka-ching. What's happening in this massive brain of mine is idea after idea, just ping-ponging, fireworking, right? And then a new idea. I'm not sure that's 100% accurate. And then I get a migraine. You mm-hmm. just figured out why I get migraines. I'm too smart. Here's what you do when you get a migraine. Hmm. Or a headache anyway. I don't know. Migraines are next level shit. Next When level. you get a headache. Hit me. Somebody told me this once. And I think it works sometimes if you can really focus on it. Okay. But you imagine like a big old watermelon bouncing around inside your skull. Mm-hmm. Like your skull is empty. It's just this big watermelon crashing around in there. Okay. And then you visualize that down to like a cantaloupe, oh. then an orange, then a grape, mm. right? And then eventually it's nothing really bouncing around and there's just a feather floating around and your head doesn't hurt anymore. I thought you were wow. setting me up for some Gallagher joke and you were going to fucking crush my head. Gallagher? Remember the water? Yeah, with the fucking plastic sheets in the front row. What I'm hearing though is- His shtick was a big hammer. Whoa, was he pre Thor? Yeah. Was he like the Thor? Yeah. Gallagher? He the probably bar, was inspired Thor? by Thor. Most Skullet Thor? That's, that, dude, that should have been his name. Skullet Thor. No, it shouldn't have been. Why not? Because Gallagher's dope. Skullet Thor? That's a cool character. I mean, you should write that comic book. Can I go back to the point for just a second? Does he smash watermelons to save people's lives? I want to go Thor? back to the visualization. I want to go back to Skullet Thor. Okay, go ahead. 
Savior of the universe. The visualization. You have to know fruit very well. Oh, I know my fruit. Yeah, you fruity. You're a fruity guy. Fruitiest. So you visualize the shrinking, the watermelon going to the cantaloupe, going to what, whatever. You could do sporting equipment. See, I like this. So what the what I'm hearing? Bunch of boners, thesis, if you will. Just fewer and fewer smaller boners. Smaller and smaller dicks. It could be. Men talk about big dicks a lot. It really seems to be on your mind. Now, does a big dick give you a headache? I would think so. And then you have to sort of, the smaller, smaller ones, no headache, less headache. Interesting. Mine gives me a headache just dealing with it, so I'm assuming a big one would give you a lot no, of headaches. No, no, no. You have no headaches. We already confirmed that earlier. Oh, because, yeah, because a lot of empty real estate. Do you think big wiener guys have more headaches? I don't know, but it, I think it would be inconvenient. I think I so think it would be the same as being a large-breasted woman, I guess. It's just but your breasts fun between from your legs. time to time, but most oh. of the time it's just kind of inconvenient. It makes track hard. Hmm, track, yeah. Track and field. High jump, difficult. Now, here we did it. We kind of slipped in the realm of boobs. We were talking about getting rid of migraines. Now, boobs help. Boobs help. Yeah. Take two of these and call me in the morning. But what I'm hearing and what call you're me confirming in the sexy. is that visualization, the mind can heal the body. Yes. People don't understand that. They think it's bullshit. No, yeah, I, th- I think you can cure visual, you know, nervous system problems and all your problems. Not yeah. all of them, but... Yeah, with the mind. Yeah. Mm. The human body has a... Regenerative qualities are really good. Pretty good. Very good. Yeah, I've been cut before. I mean, did I, you see animals sometimes get like ripped in half and fights and stuff and then they live and they heal. You know what I mean? The human body does the same thing. We just never give it the chance. It's always poisoning it, Sam. They're oh. suppressing our immune systems and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, mentally. We, we let the bad vibrations bring us down. You know what they used to say? And I don't know if it's true, wives tale, whatever, but like if you break a bone, it heals stronger. I don't know if that was a metaphor for like your will gets stronger or, mm. or if really it gets stronger. Now, I Sounds like somebody here at a work camp. Yeah. <laughs> I broke my left arm when I was a skateboarder circa 1991. But my left arm, I'm not trying to ask you to arm wrestle, but like my left arm is stronger than my right arm. Mm. Why? But I'm right-handed. Mm. I think this bone healed stronger. It might I, think like, I think you'd like to surprise yourself by jerking off left-handed. Oh, I can't do that. Mm. I can't speak another language. I can't use my other hand. Like, really, it's very difficult. So you can't even arouse yourself in French or anything first and then attack yourself left-handed to make it feel like a stranger? I like the role play. I first started doing it when I was about 12. Oh, we're talking about masturbating now. Comedy's done, by the way. Mm. Right. <laughs> Monsieur. <laughs> you know that's been... We... <laughs> You know what? This hold on. Look, I know we descend down this path. I know Dreizig. We go down this path a lot. I am less afraid because than I used to be. You know, I think it was when I discovered porn on the internet. Because I'm uninhibited now, baby, so watch out. Right. Here's the thing. I think we just invented. So Everybody masturbates. I don't want to talk about that, but like in general, not yeah, us, yeah, yeah, yeah. but other no, people. No, no, yeah, low, low lives. Those morons masturbate constantly, right? Mm, and they're gross. always using their hand, right? And we make that joke about Rosie Palm and her five sisters. Yeah. Are there such things as masturbation-specific hand puppets? I am a genius. You could have like five, like if you're straight, you could have like five 
girls, like one on each finger, like finger puppets. You can go that route. Or perhaps there's some way to create a puppet that is soft and smooth and all the things that one needs. And like a washcloth? Yeah, maybe, maybe it speaks French. Not a washcloth. With googly eyes. Well, no, it sounds like you. Sounds like you're talking about like one of those car wash mittens. Well, but it has to be something like lamb's wool. But it has to be well, role this playing. F- fucking seventeen fourteen. He's not waxing. Your lamb's kid. wool prophylactic. What I'm saying is a hand puppet masturbation device. So like you can if you're like theatrical. So you want to make a puppet to jerk you off. Right, right. So it's like not a marionette, like, like with the strings, like ooh. Yes, but you are the ooh. puppet master. Not a puppet. It's little homie. I would like for you to talk to him, Clyde. You know, wiggle, his little, wiggle one of his little hands to your bottom. Oh, with his little strings. <laughs> Trying to get your legs between the strings. <laughs> Climb in there with the marionette. Oh, that's well, you the, like that, do you? I think that's the female version. <laughs> Someone walks in, he's got both of his hands in your anus. You're like, eh, eh, on your hands and knees. Everybody's like, wow. I used to work in the juvenile correction systems, and I found this method very effective. I don't know if I'm creeped out or impressed by his Dude, marionette skills. How could you not be impressed? Dude, you're boning yourself with a marionette? That'd be fucking rad. Doing yourself doggy style with a big old marionette. Sex, mar- sex marionettes. Se- what well, sex doll just lays there? I got a better name. A sex marionette can take you from behind. No sex doll can. Hold on, is that the marketing slogan? <laughs> I think so. See, I was gonna call it Puppet Master Baiters. Oh, I love you, my little puppet friends. Puppet Master and then Baiters. No, I get it. You see, I get it. Yeah, Puppet see, Master Baiters. Master Bader, but the Bader, it's a double entendre. <laughs> I like it. But here's what I think should happen. Doggy style it marionette. Like well, you've cornered, I think, what would be the female puppet masturbator series. Because when you were like doing the little yeah, it's a man you can make a thrust and yeah. And I feel like women probably would like the marionette style action. But see, guys, maybe with instead of kung fu grip, with tune in Tokyo grip for the boobs to oh. fondle the boobs while he's plowing you. The marionette comes with tune in Tokyo hands. Oh, that's a lot. You need to be an octopus to masturbate in this scenario. No, no, no. This is for turn on, turn into a full-on sex toy at some point. Oh. Well, at that point, you see a sex doll. That's gross. Those people are nasty. It, no, it's a, it is a sex doll, but it's a marionette. That is artisan sex doll. Yes. We don't want the I robot mean. shit with... with Who can two- tell me what's art? Well, once once you have Tune in Tokyo tits, well, while, it no longer qualifies. No, as no, no, no. It gives you Tune in Tokyo tits while you're banging yourself with a doggy style. You can have its hands come around. If you're a woman, and it's taking you from behind, as the marketing slogan. Oh, you're a, you're oh. the you're you have the boobs in the scenario, not yes, the Mary. Exactly, Man. exactly. I'm sorry. Or or for the gentlemen who prefer it, it comes with reach around rodeo clown grip. So oh, while yeah. if you're a man and you're using this tool to pleasure yourself, it'll 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 become a reach around rodeo clown, and that's what we'll call that it. That ranks pretty high on the list of things that I don't want to come into contact with during sex. Why rodeo clown? Those cowboys' butts drive me nuts. Ah! It just sounds like fun. Sounds like it would be Paint your face up like a clown and just go to town with this thing. All Kung Fu Grip. See, Kung Fu Grip Put some clown makeup on your penis. This seems like the most violent masturbation tool. It's not violent, bro. This ain't my first time at the rodeo. You didn't have to be violent. 
Unless you want to like really get into it. I don't know. I'm thinking a nice smooth. It's up to the marionette master. Yeah. It's up to the puppet master, Vader. Yes. Good point. I do still think and forget. That could be one of those doubles on Wheel of Fortune. Like master. I'm talking about two two word phrases. Yeah, yeah. One ends in the same word as the next one begins with, and you put them together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are comp. Okay, compound words. Welcome back to the Burner Rave Podcast. Welcome back. Ryan. Mucho gusto. You spent, what, like a month alone in it's, your basement? It felt like a month when, I, when my family abandoned me and went to over the Atlantic Ocean yeah, to England. Over the pond. And I was home alone. Well, I had another daughter there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. For 11 days. I'm just kidding. That kid was amazing. First day I came home, she was making me dinner. Whoa. I know. She's super rad. Yeah. Chicken and rice. Now, does she also worry about you the way we do? No, she doesn't worry. Doesn't care. She might have just, you know, wanted to give you some protein. She sees you eating cereal and cheese. Oh, no, no. My wife told her she had to feed me while they were gone. Oh, she said, Dad will die. Yeah. Make sure you feed him. Yep. He so likes, she she understood the assignment. He likes a belly rub. He mm-hmm. likes one walk a day. Some belly scritchings. That's right. He likes the treats. Gotta let me have to go poop. So you're, just to be clear, before your wife left, she, you have two dogs at home, right? Yes. So she told your daughter, Audrey, she said, okay, honey, you're going to have to take care of all three dogs. He's been through quite a lot of trauma and he's <laughs> quite unusual looking. Are so you serious? Yeah, yeah, I am serious. Uh, no, I take care of the real dogs. Oh. For the most part. I thought she was feeding you and then feeding. She just sure put she another bowl. She just put a third yeah. bowl on the crown. I thought that's Pour what some she slop was in doing. it for me. <laughs> I thought that's what Please she was. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's just really the weirdest dog I've ever seen. So you had real meat, real chicken. Fight with my other dogs over the good food. Yeah. They probably win though. <laughs> it tasted, quite frankly, if you're wondering, it tastes like chicken. How they handle being alone for? I bet they didn't care. Uh, dogs have no sense of time. See, dude, I know that women have, for years, they have been saying that men are dogs or like dogs. And that has always been an insult or at least perceived as such, right? Dogs are pretty sweet. Bro, I want to be on that dog level. These fuckers are the best. I mean, yeah. the most content. They don't need shit nope. from anyone. They'll eat the same shit every day. Stay happy. They don't have any sense of time. That's the best part. That's the best part. Dude, I don't want to get all dark, and I know my buddy Ali listens, but his poor, sweet, lovable, awesome, amazing dog has cancer. Uh-oh. Very sad. That is sad. But here's the thing. We were talking, shooting the shit, and I was like, dude, your dog doesn't know he's got cancer, <laughs> right? Mm-mm. He has no concept of whether he has a month to live or three months to live or 10 years. He doesn't fucking know. Nope. So I'm like, you can't think, you can't get into, you got to be in the dog world of time. Don't, it doesn't fucking matter. And you know what this teaches? It teaches you to live every fucking second. Right now, we go, we see the sunshine, go fucking stand in it. Like, it's going to be gone. You got to do that. So I love that. Dogs are great. They're fucking content and they're happy. You pet them. I mean, you know, what's wrong with being like a dog? Why is that an insult? That's right. There's no downside. Even the shitting. Nothing gross about that. Take your shit. <laughs> Kick some dirt on it. Move on with your life. Do a little poop burnout in the grass. Oh, I love the burnout. Now, do you know why? You're a fucking smart guy when it comes to the animals. 
Like you're the smartest in your animal kingdom. In your species, you've got to be the smartest. The mice, I don't understand. There's an insult here, but I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which I guess then makes it proof that I'm not the smartest. Which is us proving your point. Which you is making me joke even better. You know well is what I'm saying. Okay. Why do these dogs do that after they poo? I think it's just like a, ha ha, bitch. Oh. Yeah. I made you. Now I'm going to bury you because I don't need you no more. Oh, you think they're talking shit to the shit? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I think they're like, fuck you. See, where I thought you were going is dogs are a little competitive, right? Territorially pee on shit, right? So if they pee on something, they're pretty proud of themselves. But if they shit, Mm. they own that fucking lawn. Mm -hmm. And so they're Mm -hmm. scraping all of the other DNA of all the other little fucking dogs in the neighborhood that shat there before. This is their turf now. Mm. No, I think they're talking shit to their shit. I don't know if this is accurate, but in my estimation Puerto Vallarta was the San Francisco of Mexico. How so? I don't know if that's a fact. How so? Gay. But is it like like gay cruises? Like I was solicited, like I was almost on the calendar, it was crazy. Um there was a lot of guys in speedos holding hands. Good looking like playgirl model level shit. I think the fittest gay men Probably in California and Baja, Mexico, Texas, they fly to Puerto Vallarta and just walk around holding hands. But is it like a tall, dirty, gross, super gritty, shitty city with like cloudy skies? No. So that part, so physically it's nothing like San Francisco. It's only like San Francisco because there's a large homosexual community. And you know, come to think of it, it's It's nothing like San Francisco. At all. Yeah, because these are like super fit, like... I'm not gay, but not you the can little recognize. like pale wayfish computer well, oh, programmer. Yeah, the guys who've been gay for like 85 years, like those, they're they like front anymore. of the march, and we love them. They're iconic, but they're walking around the Castro with fig leaves. Whereas in Puerto Vallarta, these guys are brand new to gayness. <laughs> I mean, they're 20. They're at the peak new gay. of their gayness. Puerto Vallarta has the new Break gay. San gay. Francisco has the old oh gay. Oh my god! You, oh, you don't want to be part of old gay. You I want to get in a new gay. God, he treats me well, but the sex is brutal. For what we know about gay culture, I think we know a hell of a lot about gay culture. It sounds like it. My guy friends are blown away by this. They're like, dude, you go to gay bars? That is weird. If some gay guy ever hit on me, I don't know what I would do. How about you just not have sex with them? No, no, they can continue to be gay. I just mean it's like it's like a retirement. Well, it's not just the penis part that makes you. Eat. Yeah, but that that's old gay. That's old gay. Old Let's focus gay. on it's new sagging. gay. It's droopy. Right. That's sh- it's out of touch. Sh- 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 no, no. None of that. It's depressing. No, 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 I saw big, I saw balls hanging out of her fingers. Stop, 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 There's a lot of hair on those balls. Why don't they? Stop. New gay. New gay. Attractive, chiseled, little. I am picturing all these Speedos as chartreuse, bright orange, safety yellow. Safety yellow. Yeah. Popular color. Reflectors in the back. Nice. They were all named Alfonso. Lots of high tapered hair. Right, really high. The tape. high and tight. The high and tight. A lot of the lineups. A lot of beard lineups. So the oh, so one. the gay men prefer the haircut called the high and tight, which for me smells of some sort of irony or something. Just a little off the side, please. You bet. You can do that. Sure. 
sent the army in them. They don't call it that because they are uh, not Americans from the 50s. They're Mexicans from the 2012. Well, the name of a haircut is the name of a haircut. Nobody calls none of these Mexican playgirl models go into a barberia <laughs> and says, give me the highest okay, one, one, is that the real word for it? Barberia? Yeah. I don't think it is. 100%. Uh, no, I don't think it is. You know what two, alarma is? Two. Alarm. The army made it up. Army made what up? High and tight. The Mexican army? No. You think all armies cut their hair the same? No, but the point is everything the army does, everybody knows. It's like it's become standard. It's a different country. It doesn't matter. It's the high and tight, whether you're Chinese or Russian. I don't or... think so. If you go to Mexico and you ask for the high and tight. I want to make some weird sounds right now, but I'm not going to. High and tight. High you're and gonna get a tight. Drink. That's where they, they, they run the fade all the way up. Why is the marine-looking haircut? Yes, the one where they—they—it's almost bald, all just except for the little tiny bit on top. Yeah, that—that's out of style. I don't think that will get you no, any dick. If you're some kind of weird done. psychopath, mm-hmm. if you're like a automatic weapons gun you're, collector, then a high and tight is probably still very much a taxi driver shit. Almost. See? Yeah. Well, so these okay, guys so back Nelly's game to, in with high and tights. Well, they're not serial killers. Well, they got high end tights. Uh, maybe down below, but not up top. Not up top. <laughs> a little uh, curly hair. So a lot of there's a lot hair. of high end tights going curly on. Curly hair's in. Curly hair's in. And that shitty like kind of bowl cut thing. Yeah. What the fuck what is, is that? What is that? Oh, it's so like gross. they put curlers in there and then they cut it with a little pair of scissors. Oh god. It's weird. It's very like a like a weird like reverse monk. It's a reverse monk. Right. I feel like it's the. If they start hair. shaving bald spots in the back of their hair, I can be like, congratulations, gentlemen, you've really done it now. But do. What? Like honest talk, I'm not intimidating at all, am I? Like the strangers and stuff. Okay. Real talk? Yes. Yes, I'm not? Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you were. I was? Yeah. Why was I intimidating? My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. My, like, demeanor? I can just tell you my early perceptions of Ryan before I broke through to the other side and saw the lovable... It, It takes a while. Sometimes. Takes a while. You're hard nut to crack. You're the walnut of humans. Okay, but when you get to Coconut. that, when you get to that meaty heart, Aww. that's a good one. It's full of protein. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good nut. And then we pumped out this impossible to use fucking piece of shit. Ryan, iron. You're a good nut. Ah, thanks. I you're appreciate being a good nut. Here's the thing. Initially, way back when, kind of stern, kind of quiet felt a lot of judgment in your eyes. <laughs> That's probably true. Felt the judgment. I could feel it, Ryan. Here I am inviting like your wife to do some dance and stuff on stage with this little poet boy. Like I can sense and you're like welding shit for the show. Like who the fuck is this guy? And then I'm like, it is a really true story. I'm like, who welded this whole thing together? And then like, oh, Trisha's husband. I was like, you have a husband? Who can fucking weld a steel drum that we can climb into and then pop out of like a giant fucking marching band? And that was you. That so was I, I, I was mad intimidated by that. 
Who's this fucking welding, overall-wearing, tattooed, manly man? Because I have noticed, legit, lately I've noticed it, a couple of times in grocery stores where... Old ladies turn and run? No, uh, particularly Middle Easterns. Oh. Like, I I don't know, like, if tattoos make me a skinhead? I think that might be, because I get it a lot lately. That ain't right. That's pure fucking Aryan blood you're talking to right there. No, 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 you're right. Interesting. I I, I legit will watch people move away from me. Or, like, I was passing a a man with his kid in in the Home Depot with his stroller, and I was just, like, you know, doing my walk, my big, long stride... And he was moving. I'm like, oh, you're cool. He's like, sorry, sir, sorry, sir, sorry. I'm like, nah, bro, you're fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just, but, and then some people have mentioned it before, but I said, why well, not intimidating? I'm just quiet, but maybe quiet is, maybe it's an, maybe intense. Let me ask you this. Forget the exterior for a moment. Cause I could see how some people perhaps would see tattoos, your whiteness, your very angular Aryan you know, Nazi-like face. Not, not such a good feature anymore. And, and perhaps for a moment, for a flash, they would say, whoa, whoa, this guy looks racist. I could see that externally. But real talk. First of all, you're the nicest guy ever. Like, you're the fucking nicest guy ever. Anybody who sees that is wrong. You know that. My question is, if they see you at Home Depot, they feel your energy. And that's what they're reacting to. Uh, You're at Home Depot with a fucking list 26 things deep. I'm already angry. You're so fucking mad (laughs) by the time you get to the fucking pipes on aisle six. Yeah, people are fucking feeling that aura of rage around you. mm. And they're like, this guy's, this guy's. This guy's kinky. No, 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 honey. Look, look away. Look away. <laughs> ball of fury. Ball of because fury. Because you, I, I'm just guessing the way your brain operates. You're fucking thinking about your project that you're trying to finish and all the parts and things you got to piece together. While at the same time, you're like, are they just looking at me right now? Like your mind is going. So they're going, they look at you and go. What well, used to sucks. make me the most angry is when people didn't follow the rules. That's what would make me angry. Like, if you stop at the grocery store and leave your cart in the center of the aisle so no one can get around you, that's not the rule, right? Society says you keep your cart in front of you after the one side so people can still pass. So that makes me angry, right? Which leads me to ask, are you pulling this shit just now or forever? When people cross a solid yellow line on the road, that's not the rules, right? Even though I would drive like a monster. But anyway... And it, it, but it's not just those little physical things either. It's on so many other levels too. It's just like you're not following the rules. You're not. It has to be fair. It has to be fair. But then I realized that fair is just part of the human condition, and it's all kind of words and pointless, and it doesn't matter at all because yeah. when I think about it from the perspective of standing on a rock, spinning through space at a hundred billion miles an hour or whatever in yeah. the middle of a trillion other galaxies. It, Really not that big a deal anymore, so. Yeah. I mean, you have a problem, wah, 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 like some little fucking girl, wah, 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 or, or are you just fucked up temporarily because you're temporarily fucking stupid? And you know what kind of blew my mind is on the same subject, people were talking about laws. So much of the laws are, we are arbitrary. And so know, much of this suggestion of fairness is arbitrary. Yeah, no, totally. I'm, and, and the funny thing there, too, is that I get so angry when people aren't obeying the rules, but at the same time, 
I've got a real issue with authority. I do not like being told what to do at yeah. all. It what makes rule? me the angry. Rule? What fucking rule is that? The rule yeah. you just talked about, the way you park a fucking shopping cart. Right. There really is no rule. It's it's a rule. It's societal conventions. And, yes. But now, it's, see, it, but here's what but it is. I think there's a... Sorry, go ahead. And I'm I was going to say, okay, what it is is common sense, and I call it societal convention, but whether people choose not to use it... What I've come to realize lately also is they don't give a fuck about my rules. Yeah. They've got some place they to go. Rules. Yeah, they're like, who are you with all your rules, safety yeah, guy? Yeah, I time for your rules. And I hate the safety guy at work. Yeah. You know? So I was like, what? am I the safety guy? Am I like being a, a quiet Karen here? So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck my rules. Somebody wants you to do something? Fuck you. Boss pisses you off. Fuck you. Don't you think it really does come down to just one rule? One fundamental golden rule if i may you may what's the golden rule treat others as you want to be treated that's it you all know the golden rule but what about the platinum rule no no the golden rule's been changed uh oh what you do to me i do to you that's the new golden rule see now that's in a america fool's golden rule what's that that's a fool's golden rule. Oh, yeah, no, it's terrible. Yeah. But that's kind of the way it feels anymore. What I find weird is that it's shiny and cold like a metal, but it's not a metal at all. I agree. Vengeful, you know. We got to change society. Look, we're an important podcast. It's okay? too late. Yeah, it's too late in America. Once you give Americans something, they won't let you take it away. And okay. I'm the same way. You know what I mean? But the, we've, they've given us everything, and so now they can't take anything back. So it's so hard to, to do anything in America. My dear pessimistic friend, Ron, oh, may I suggest yeah, please. an alternative? We probably cannot change the world, society at large, the political spectrum. We can't. Maybe. What can we change? Ourselves. Oh, isn't that cute? Yeah. So I, I truly don't complain about other people being fair or unfair because I, I, it's obvious my life is dedicated to living fully and fairly and kindly, and then it just projects outwardly. So you have to be the good. So I won't ever do the thing that I say other people shouldn't do. Hmm. Ever. You can't. And once you do that yourself, then you can. So in other words, change yourself, then you can change the world because it spreads outwardly. A woman brought her son to Mahatma Gandhi. And said, Mahatma, please help my son stop eating sugar. And he said to her, bring the boy back to me in two weeks. Two weeks later, the woman, confused, brought her boy back to him and said, now can you help him stop eating? Or why do we have to wait two weeks? He says, because two weeks ago, I was eating sugar. Ah. Oh. See, that's what you're talking about right there. That is great. Sweet. Let's get out of here. <sighs> Good night, everybody. Uh, Joe Zimmerer is our uh, sound engineer, and he's the man. Dojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pack. If you want to email us, do it so at burnandravepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, like, somebody follow, send a question share. or something. Give us something to fucking talk about. <laughs> send a question or an idea yeah. or uh, an argument. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, something. make us fight. So someone send us an email. Open. I'm lonely. I listen to you all the time. I knew somebody was out there. <laughs> You're making fun of me. No, I'm not. Just Ryan an wants email. an email. Tell him you love Play him. Misty for me? Anything. Just send me an email so I can talk about it the next time I, we're here. Yeah. So I don't have to just sit here and try and make shit up. Yeah. It's been rough on Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, it usually doesn't. We'll work on it. Hey, fuck you. Good night. <laughs>
Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. 